Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five, the podcast, the movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. On this week's episode, your hosts Q and Jay dive into some of their favorite movies and hopefully talk about some of your favorites, too. Feel free to yell at your speakers when we ignore your favorites, or you could just tweet at us with your choices, like an adult. Now, let's join Q and Jay in the writer's room as they dive in. Fair warning. This podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but at this point, that's really your fault. And now, on with the show. Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve can say there's no such thing as Santa, but as for me and Grandpa, we believe. Whoa. Ho, 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 merry high five, here. miss, friendos. It's How are you beginning guys? to smell a lot like Christmas. What does that smell like exactly? What does Christmas smell like not, to you? It's not it sm- good. It smells like crisp pine trees and warm, warm cookies. <laughs> I do love wait, wait, that. Wait, 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 did you say, did you say Chris? Pine trees, like crisp pine <laughs> as yes. a tree? Yes, yeah. I did. Yes. I want a crisp pine tree in my house <laughs> that I decorate for crisp pine mist every year. You need you know what you need it's to do. It's very it's we very watch, simple. We watch Hell or High Water and the first Star Trek movie. We put lasagna and uh shirtless pictures of crisp pine on a tree and celebrate. Yeah, I that think sounds... that's absolutely magnificent. You yeah. should just Cut out a life-size printout of his face and put it on your Christmas tree and say that that is your Chris the Pine Chris tree. Pinemus. I like it. I, uh, I, did, uh, I did make a... Uh, there was years and years ago, we had this huge green ornament and it looked like this gigantic ball. And so I cut out a picture of Miley Cyrus on the wrecking ball oh, and sure. laminated it and put it on top of this huge ornament in our tree. And I won't let anyone in the family get rid of it. They're like, can we throw this away this year? And I was like, no, it's the best ornament we have. <laughs> that is true. That's amazing. That is true. That does sound like the best ornament that you have. And Both. listen guys, P- PSA from High Five the Podcast. Anybody can do this. You got a round ornament, yeah. you got some paper, you can cut out a picture this is- of Miley Cyrus. Put it right on that ornament, and you got yourself a Christmas wrecking ball. This is our brand new uh, high five craft segment. Uh, yes. Holiday high five holiday crafts. Is with we call Jay. it DIY five. DIY five. DIY five. I love that. I love that too. With Jay, next <laughs> week I'm gonna be putting a bunch of uh, chemicals into a jar and seeing what the fuck happens. Yeah, it'll be cool, and we're gonna microwave it. Who knows? Yeah. I hope. I hope it's foamy sludge. It's yeah, always foamy sludge. I hope it's purple foamy, foamy sludge. <laughs> Me too. Uh, hey guys, so we are here in the second episode in our trilogy of high five miss, if you will. Uh, last mm-hmm. week, we were visited by the ghost of Christmas past, and we've already discussed that weird baby-looking floaty ghost that came and showed us memories from our childhood, and we made the ultimate childhood top five list. And now, this, this week, we are visited by the ghost of Christmas presents. Uh, no, 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 Q. Uh, uh, you've misunderstood. It's the ghost of Christmas present. Like... The Wait. current time that we're in. But 
No, 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 no. This is a ghost. I'm pretty sure this is a ghost. He just brings you a bunch of presents. And then we're just going to unwrap presents for the next, like, hour and just talk about what we got, right? Mm-hmm. No. No. That's not what we're doing. No? Oh, no. Sh- shit. That's not what we're doing, guys. We're talking about the top five movies of Christmases that have gone wrong. Ooh. Okay, well, before I embarrass myself anymore, let's just high-five. Should we high-five? High five. High five. High five. High five, son. Woo! High five. Don't let me hang it. Oh, see, I I was confused. I made a list, and I just thought that that was the offering that I had to give to the ghost of Christmas presents. No, no, no. The offering to the ghost of Christmas presents is a virgin. Oh, got it. Okay, perfect. Excellent. Well, I don't have any of those. (laughs) Oh, perfect. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, Jay... Uh, Honey, tell my kids that we made together that I love them. (laughs) I'm going to die on the virgin altar to save Christmas. (laughs) Presents. To save Christmas presents. (laughs) Play that. Play the PS5 for me. (laughs) Now, uh, before Jay gets sacrificed, I will say uh, that I do understand now. This is the ghost of Christmas present, as in current time. And because the current time has been such a shitty, shitty year, the year of our Lord 2020, uh, we have decided to do a top five Christmases gone wrong list. Now, have you guys experienced in your own lives a Christmas gone wrong at any point? Yes. You have? Yes. Is it too disturbing that you don't want to share or is it? Yeah. Mine is like my mom and my aunt fought a little bit. (laughs) Sure. I have a funny, uh, a funny anecdote. Uh, I was working as oft mentioned on this show. I was working at a particular hellish electronic store for many, many years. Uh, And on one particular holiday season, uh, I was managing the store. It was late at night on Christmas Eve. Uh, The store was open because that's what you do when you work for a terrible electronics company. Commercialism is awesome. (laughs) And I was working Christmas Eve, and I saw these two women come into the store. One was probably in her mid-70s, and one was a spry, probably 45 or 50 years old. And Spry. They both come in through the door. I knew something was up. The holiday music is playing over the loudspeaker. They come in and they both are like set and determined. You know when people walk in and you just see that they're on a mission? Like they're, yes. they're, they, they're ignoring all of their surroundings and they're just like, they have blinders on and they just beeline to the back of the store. Yeah. And as I'm watching these two women walk, you know, at a feverish pace to the back of the store, uh, I kind of look at one of my salesmen and then I look back and I'm thinking one of two things is about to happen. One, uh, these women are about to fight or two, these women are about to rob us <laughs> like, because when people walk in with that quick of a gate into any sort of retail store, it is a bit alarming. So I, and one of, one of my salesmen, we start walking towards the back of the store to see where they're going. And they're walking over to, there's a brand of television called a Westinghouse television. I've heard of, of such brands. Our Christmas sale 
we had like a ridiculous price on this Westinghouse television. And because my store was located in a particularly rundown part of town, we were the only store that had one of these televisions left. <laughs> and I walk around the corner of appliances and I have a clear view of this television. And what I saw were two women one, like I said, mid seventies, one, a spry 45 to 50. And they were tug of warring this television box between each other to the point where the 45 to 50 year old woman shoved the box at the old woman, knocking her to the floor. Yep. yep. That's what you do. That's the move. Grabs the handle of the television and then just like hightails it to the counter with the box. Meanwhile, mid seventies lady is just lying on the floor like a uh, like a her life her life like a life alert commercial. Yeah, she's like ah life alert, get me my TV. And the craziest part is, I got up to the front. My salesman went and helped the lady, and I was like, I was like, ma'am. I can't believe that you hurt that woman. And she was like, oh, it's fine. She'll forgive me. And I was like, I don't understand. And she goes, it's my mother-in-law. <laughs> and then she proceeded to check out and said, happy holidays and left. Meanwhile, <laughs> my salesman is helping this woman up. So it turns out they both found out about this television at the same time because they were in the same household. They came separately to get it. And then, and then the younger woman like basically murdered her mother-in-law for this television. Oh my God. And left. That was truly a Christmas gone wrong. The thing That's about hilarious. it is, the thing about it is the bitter irony is they're all sitting around 12 hours later at the daughter's house watching <laughs> watching, a, watching It's a Wonderful Life on, on that television. television. <laughs> I know. I thought the as the as thing. the mother-in-law like ices her hip. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry nanny. Uh that was hilarious. Good stuff, good stuff. Well, I'm excited to talk about Christmas has gone wrong. I have to ask you guys how because this is like a pretty wide scope. Uh, as far yes. as like uh, a topic, Christmas has gone wrong can mean a lot of things. Yeah. So what did you guys, Mia, what did you use as your criteria when you were trying to say, okay, cr what is a Christmas gone wrong? What qualifies for your list? Um, an event that happens during Christmas that isn't supposed to happen during Christmas, basically. Okay. It doesn't have to okay. necessarily be like, an overall catastrophe but you wouldn't sure. expect yeah. for this to happen during christmas so there's there's films uh, that i have picked that aren't traditional christmas movies oh okay. sure. but they take place at christmas, at christmas. Or yes or during the christmas time uh, period yeah got See, it I, I i am in a very very similar boat i mean initially i think i was i pitched this idea i think and it was you know christmas disasters and then we looked into it and there are like four of those. And so the idea of, okay, well, Christmas, that's not the Christmas that was anticipated, that yeah. was expected. You know, Mia, the same as you, I'm not looking for world ending catastrophes. They could yeah. be. There are a couple on my list or there's one on my list at least that could be a catastrophe for the world, but it's not necessarily that. Um, mm -hmm. And one is, uh, but like most of it is, 
Christmas is a time of joy. Most Christmas movies, even though movies have to be built around some sort of like fight or whatever, usually it's about people coming together and loving each other and, and whatever it may be. Of course. And so movies that, that buck that trend, I find myself very much enjoying. I mean, obviously the, the silly examples like Christmas with the Cranks or what was that? Um, what was that Dana DeVito one where him and uh, Matthew Broderick were fighting? Oh, deck the uh, halls. Deck, deck the, halls. the halls. Like those are kind of like the silly examples, but yeah. I think you know it. It can go w- way wider than that, and I, I was I was pleasantly surprised by some of the ones that I ended up thinking of and putting on my list. I t- I one hundred percent agree. I will say that I used the same criteria as it sounds like the both of you used. Uh, so I can say at least one of my movies is not necessarily considered a Christmas movie, but does take place on Christmas. Um, and then some of my movies dip more into like like an existential Christmas gone wrong. <laughs> like, what if? What if? Well, I don't want to dive too in. <laughs> yeah, no, we're getting. We'll away. get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, we will. We will. But I'm excited to unwrap the presents that are our lists. <laughs> Is this where we do? This is where we make a list. The list. Three, two. That would be me. My number five for okay, yeah. Christmas has gone wrong is Batman Returns. Oh shit! Nice, <laughs> nice. You know what? Oh, I shit. weirdly enough, I almost had that movie on my childhood, like uh, childhood Christmas movies. Really? I love. I love that movie. It's not like a movie that makes me feel good about Christmas, which is yeah. why I didn't include it. But sure. I thought of it. It's like, oh, it's a, it's around Christmas time. I love that movie. It's a great yeah. movie. Totally love fair. it. Great show. Great. I, I, have, I have to say that that between the two, I had to I had to do that balancing act. Like I don't want mm-hmm. repeats, Same. so I have to. Uh, uh, so yeah, that yep. memory returns number number five. And so it happens at it. Christmas. Totally. Yes. Uh, Batman Returns is maybe. I had this conversation with Haley. I think it's maybe one of, I think it may be my favored uh, Keaton Batman movie. Um, I'm so surprised to hear you say that, but so happy because I was just about to say, I know this may sound controversial, but I think it's better than 89 Batman. I agree. I I do as well. I think the world feels more fleshed out. I love Michelle Pfeiffer's turn as Catwoman. I love her whole, like, her whole transformation is awesome. I thought Danny DeVito's Penguin was inspired. Like, it's such a weird take on that character. Um, well, and it's very one of the gross. That, and I'm sure, Q, that you've looked into this being as a fan as you are of these movies. But I, and as I understand it, internet, please correct me if I'm wrong. But basically, Batman Returns is the Batman movie Tim Burton wanted to make. Because when he yes. was making the first one, he was very, very hamstrung by the studio and like, mm. well, it has to look like this. It has to be like this type of movie. We don't know if this movie is going to work, blah, blah, blah. But the second one was like, all right, Tim, you can take the reins and make the movie that you want. Yep. Which is why after that, the studio was like, you have it way too fucking dark. Get out of here. Hey, Schumacher, bring them colors. Bring <laughs> yeah. them colors, Schumacher. And them nips. I w- <laughs> and and the them nips. Those, those bat cod pieces. Them, them, uh, yep. um, I will say that 
you can feel that in Batman Returns. You can feel yeah. that it's more Tim Burton-y. The world, like it I said, the world dirty. feels more fleshed out, and it looks visually on a visual palette more like a Tim Burton mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. Yep. The first one definitely has echoes of that, but I feel like the second one like hard dives into like Tim Burton land, yeah. um, and I think it's great. I think that's a great take on Batman. Yeah. So I love that. Um, it is, you're right. It is one that I wouldn't necessarily think of as a Christmas movie, but it definitely it is. is a Christmas gone wrong. There are some horrible, crazy things that are happening <laughs> to God for a lot of people. Oh man, Christopher Walken as Max Shrek is it's crazy. It's wild. I love him. He's Batman. Wow. It, the, and that actually is an interesting point about that movie is that it's so impressive that we've gone this far talking about it and only now are we mentioning Christopher Walken. Because I know. that's how good every other element of that movie is. Yeah. I, to- I totally agree. Totally oh, agree. Strong uh, start. Nice Thank start. You. Nice start indeed. Jay, what do you got uh, All right. to, to bring to the Christmas table? So my list, actually the first one on my list, the five and four are more newer films so i'm hoping i can get some people that haven't heard of these and we mentioned my number five in in our last week's episode my number five is better watch out oh nice that That is is indeed a christmas gone wrong okay so so mia i didn't want to get into this too much when we recorded the last episode because i knew i was going to talk about it today right better watch out is a newer christmas movie but it's a christmas horror movie and so it's essentially a a, uh, a a teenage girl is babysitting for this boy and his friend, and then a home invasion begins, and it turns into a very realistic, what if we turn the tables on these bad guys, and it becomes, and there are twists and turns, but it's essentially a horror Christmas enclosure movie. Oh, oh so it, it's like Home Alone, but... But re- like, what if a, <laughs> like, what if a, what if a, like, let me just say this in the movie. This happens in the movie is what if a full bucket of paint was dropped from a second story onto someone's head? What would happen? Like, is it hilarious like Daniel Stern or is it horrific? It's probably in this movie going to angle more to the second. But it okay. is definitely, I, I mean, Q, you mentioned it's it a, uh, it's last a, week. And it's I, a, it's I, an awesome I watch movie. it every year now. And I will tell you, I almost, almost had that as my number five. It was a toss-up between these two because my number five, uh, I had to go with something that, in my mind, it happens on Christmas. And I think that movie, Better Watch Out, happens a little bit. Like, it's just around Christmas. Maybe like the week before or something. Yeah. So that's really the only edge that it had. But if I'm being honest, I like Better Watch Out as a movie better than my number five. But my number five is Krampus. Uh, Okay. I forgot all about that movie. I am an idiot. Because (laughs) it, I mean, talk about a Christmas gone wrong. Yeah. It is, it is an entire families fight for survival against the demonic santa-esque demon that is coming beast and his minions take their family to hell because of a child's accidental wish (laughs) christmas wish yeah or his 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 lack right his lack of christmas faith 
Um, Mia's got a great performance by Adam Scott. It does. Very, 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 very And very, very Mia, good. I would say you could probably handle this movie. It's really yeah. pretty tame on the horror front, which was actually originally one of my complaints about it when I first saw it, is I wished it went a little bit harder in the paint on the, yeah. the gruesomeness or intensity of the movie. Um, okay. it, it feels very Gremlins-esque. Yeah. As far which I as still like, haven't seen. Which you need to. I you definitely I'm gonna put need it to. Good. But I agree, Q, but it's interesting. I go back and forth on that because the first time I watched Krampus, I was so disappointed and that felt like they pulled every punch. But upon like living through it, I agree. It's rewatchable because they pull those punches. Yep. And we watch it every year now. Like it's one of those yeah. that we can just like have on in the background. Um, it's got some really solid performances in it. And overall, it is a enjoyable Christmas movie. But it yes, is. my initial watch was like, man, I wish they would have just not, like, they would have stuck it a little bit harder. They would have taken yeah. a little bit more risks. But I agree with you. I think it's the fact that they didn't that makes it easy. It makes it rewatchable. Viewing. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So that's my number man. five, Krampus. I feel, Krampus. Bad. I feel bad that I forgot about that. But I, I, good choice, Q. Thank you for letting us talk about that. Thank you. So Mia, that yeah. brings us to your number four. Oh boy. Batman my, returns again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my number four. My number four is Die Hard. Ah, oh yay. Yes. Ah yes. That's a good one. Let, yeah. that, my my uh, my Christmas shirt, the, the Nakatomi Nakatomi Plaza, Plaza Christmas party yeah. of eighty eight. Oh, yeah. I was there. It's an exciting night, everybody. That is <laughs> that is a solid choice. Uh, I really, I really, really think it is. Uh, I big, big fan. I mean, I think we've had the discussion on the podcast before and Mia, I'm happy to hear you say this is your choice because it means you agree with us that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It takes place on Christmas. It's about families coming together. It's about people of different professions and races joining forces against evil and coming out on top and it snows and it's great. And so thank (laughs) you. Thank you for adding it. Thank you You're for welcome. adding it. Um, it's what a wonderful choice. <laughs> Thank you. I, I 100% agree. Uh, there's like, that's, it's crazy that that movie has become so like hotly talked about as the it debate is. of whether or not it's a Christmas movie. Uh, and I fall on the lines of it is not a Christmas movie. It is a movie that takes place at Christmas, but its mm. intention was not to be a Christmas movie. Like, at no, it was really just a way, it was a plot device to be able to, to get, get him there, all of the people there at the same time in a party in the office building. Like, it, it logically, I, from a writer's standpoint, makes sense to do that. I will totally agree with you, but it, it's now part of Christmas for It us. is, definitely. <laughs> and that's why it works. Well, just like Batman Returns is not a yeah. Christmas movie. But it does take place on Christmas, and therefore, I think totally qualifies yeah. for this list. Just you like could, uh, you just could, like Die Hard, you could say the same thing about Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Actually, any of Shane Black's movies. Shane Black loves Christmas, but never wants to make a Christmas movie. He sure. just sets all of those movies at Christmas. At Christmas, because yeah. it's an interesting backdrop. I will say, yeah. I think it's a like an intriguing. I think his new Predator movie is Christmas. Is it Christmas? Right? I think so. Nice. I like that. Uh, Jay, what do you got for four? All right. 
So my number four is, again, more of a modern movie, but it is one that when I first saw it, I think I recommended it to everybody, and it's a musical, and I ended up listening uh, to the soundtrack yep. for it for months I know afterwards. where you're going with this. Yep. My number four is Anna and the Apocalypse. Yeah. What? Oh, Mia. It's oh. so wonderful. Okay, I'm getting educated today. Okay. Anna and the Apocalypse is a comedy horror musical zombie. about a zombie <laughs> apocalypse that happens at Christmas. And it is awesome. It is like, awesome. It, I, and I can't, I can't stress it. It's gory. Like you want it to, okay. like you want a zombie movie to be gory. But the songs are great. And it has interesting themes. They do really, really clever, interesting things with representation and love interests and triangles. Yep. And, and like, it's, it's crazy how many check, bar, check boxes it ticks for a great movie, Christmas movie. Wow. While in the in the in the form of a very gory, silly zombie musical. Sure. It's, it shouldn't work, but it does. Huh. I I totally agree. And I will tell you this, I'm sad that I didn't think of that movie because it is an awesome movie. It is very much a Christmas like themed film. And it is probably one of the, like, The Better Watch Out, one of the coolest, like, yeah. indie movies to come out in a while that did something, like, super fresh and it, weird and new. It took me by surprise. Like, I'd heard, it's like, oh, you got to watch this. It's good. But I didn't expect, I did not expect how good it was. I think at one point, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't we, we, like, tweeted or instagram shared something and the director of that movie like, yeah interacted with us he did because um, we were tweeting out how great it was and that it was like more people needed to see it or something and he, he was thanking us and we were commenting back yeah. and forth on zombie stuff or something so awesome so awesome That's great great movie Good cool stuff. cool thing definitely check that out now my number four uh is something that i used to compare just a few minutes ago my number four is gremlins uh, yeah, good choice. My number I love four, Gremlins. Uh, Gremlins for me is uh, look. I actually have sitting right over here on my little record collection area. Oh, oh I remember goodness. that. These are these are little like nine inch uh, records, storybook read along records oh, from the oh, Gremlins man. movie. They're adorable. Uh, I remember when you got one of those, dude. There, I, it's I'm I'm a huge oh my Christmas lights oh no oh no <laughs> my Christmas is ruined this is a this is truly a Christmas gone wrong this is uh, number one this is number one <laughs> well I I guess I don't have Christmas lights for the rest of the episode anyway just wrap uh, them around your neck <laughs> uh, Gremlins is a movie a that you need to see Mia but also it is one of the most just like batshit movies it's just a weird concept and the sequel takes it to places that it, it shouldn't shouldn't, it shouldn't go uh but, but the the first one is so endearing gizmo is one of the cutest things since before baby yoda like literally i wanted a gizmo he's so adorable uh, <sighs> weirdly enough howie mandel is the voice of gizmo <laughs> is a weird fun fact for everybody that's interesting yeah it's his, he, gizmo doesn't really talk he just makes a lot of like coos and whistles uh, he, um, just, 
Howie Mandel so cooing and whistling at you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it easily could have been Frank Welker. We never would have known. But. Totally. But it's it's weird that they got Howie Mandel to do it. Uh, yeah. Then on top of that, it's it's just a great uh, Christmas it's gone wrong. Fun. It's it's uh, the the concept Mia is that there is a a thing called a mugwai, and it's a small animal that you are not that you have some very basic rules for. You're not allowed to feed them after midnight. You can't mm. get them wet, mm-hmm. and they it, what is it? They hate they light. hate sunlight. Sunlight. Um, and this movie, without getting into spoiler territory, shows you what happens when those rules are broken. And yeah. the result is all out chaos. Like, yes. it's wonderful. Insane. This entire town is besieged by this small decision force. Um, <laughs> you have uh, Corey Feldman is in this movie as like a weird, oh, like, cameo like he's the best friend of this character yes. even though the main character is like 10 years older than Gordon Melvin. so weird but uh, it's a weird movie it's awesome but things go so chaotically haywire that it absolutely had to earn a, a place on my list of, of okay Christmas and it all takes wrong. place on like Christmas Eve yeah it? it's all Christmas Eve okay. yeah just kind of like Krampus yeah good. Oh, good okay. choice thank you Ooh. thank you so Mia that brings yes. us to your number three. It's gonna be my good. my number three is the year without Santa Claus. Of oh, course, nice. hey, <laughs> I love <laughs> that. I I didn't think of that, that one either, but that one's really good. Yeah. I love that. I was and like, that's definitely no. Christmas gone wrong. For sure, for sure. It's, sure, it's, it's what in happens. The title. <laughs> what happens if there's no Santa Claus? Yes, and I had. I didn't even know what the title was and I've watched it all my life. And I was just like, I just looked up he, my sir. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Google was like, I got you girl. <laughs> you without a Santa Claus is what you're looking for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing is it's so interesting with those Rankin bass ones that I feel like at least the Christmas ones for a lot of people blend together. So you're like, oh, yeah, I love Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer with the dentist and Heat Miser and Hamburger mm-hmm. Bill or whatever. And you're like, I'm pretty sure some of those aren't the same one. For- and so it really it is interesting. And I always remember that's the one that I remember the least. But whenever I watch it, I'm like, oh, right. This yes. One. Yes. Yeah, I, uh, I totally agree. I think it is definitely a, uh, a solid Christmas gone wrong. Uh, for all of the reasons that you just said, so that's a great yes. that's a great number three. Uh, Jay, what do you got? My number three is going to be hard to compete with some of Mia's, so I'm honestly just going to share one because my number three is Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me go ahead and hop on that train because my number three is also Die Hard. Fuck oh, yeah! Man, so all I had to do was switch my three and four, and we could have had a three. And, and wait, you just you just. You just did. Yay, we jinxied on three. <laughs> uh, man, Die Hard. Awesome choice, Mia. Awesome choice, Joey. It, Die Hard is like one of my favorite movies to watch around the holidays. Like I said, it is not a Christmas movie. It was not intended to be a Christmas movie, but it totally is a Christmas movie. It, it totally is. is. And here's, here's my argument for it. And the, and the one scene that I will say makes it a Christmas movie. And I doubt it's the scene either of you are thinking, hmm. but it's the scene with now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Sure. Cause he uses <laughs> Christmas lights to wrap yes. them. 
He yep. puts a Santa hat on him and writes ho, ho, ho. Everything is so very holiday themed. It's like, yep, Christmas movie, great. Yes. <laughs> totally agreed, 100%. Uh, it's, a, it's just a great movie all around. You have amazing performance from Alan Rickman. Uh, That's why I watched the movie. I watched the movie to watch Alan. Rickman is just, oh. He's fucking awesome. Mia, you need to watch the uh, Movies That Made Us episode on Die Hard. Uh, They have one. It's awesome. It gives you some great, like, weird insight into how the movie got made the way that it was that building Nakatomi Plaza where they filled was actually the Fox building. Like that was the corporate offices that were in stages of being built. Um, And so they used the Fox 20th century Fox building. Didn't, didn't they say that they actually, they filmed in the middle of the night and really cordoned off the whole area and people were calling the police thinking that there was, People Something like going breaking on in the into the building of all the, oh, no. because of all the police cars and stuff. Yeah. And then also my favorite bit of trivia, uh, and it re- involves Alan Rickman. So me, I want you to, to know it is okay. the scene when he's hanging, you know, when he falls off the roof. Yeah. This had the way they filmed that scene was they had him on a suspension wire and we're going to like drop him into a bucket of pillows or whatever in this like green screen, like elevator shaft, basically. Mm-hmm. And they said, all right, Alan, we're going to drop you on three. One, and they dropped him. And so the fear on, the fear on his face is <sighs> he literally got dropped way before he thought. And they slowed it down in the movie so that the fear is just that real Alan Like Rickman. the realization of like, oh, my God. I'm a three-story building. Oh, yeah. my God. I'd be, I would be so upset as an actor. I'd be like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I we're going it, for though. we're going for honesty. Yes. <laughs> so we threw you off a building for real. So we th- <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Quality oh, quality choice. So I love that we shared that, Jay. I wish we could have shared it, Mia, but it's okay. It's still it's on the list, and we yeah. know we have a sh- we have it's, a shared it's list. It's absolutely going to earn its space on the combined list. Then, when we all share yes. it, it's a of guaranteed course. spot on the combined list. Yes. Uh, Without so, question. So, Mia, while you ponder the mistakes that you've made on the rest of your list, uh, (laughs) let's hear from from some holiday sponsors. Hey, boys and girls. It's the holiday season again, and you know what that means. You need to come shop at the Everything Christmas store. It is our favorite time of year. We have Christmas wreaths, and we have Christmas stockings, and we have everything you could want for Christmas, except that most of it is sold out. Um, It is Christmas time, and we do a lot of business this year, Um, so most of everything Christmas is already gone, but don't let that um, deter you from coming to the Everything Christmas store. Right, come on down. Because we've got we've got jingle bells, we've got Christmas tree toppers, we've we, got uh, we're actually out of jingle bells. Um, okay, we have the tree toppers. We have some ribbons from the jingle bells 
oh, that were like left the... on the floor that okay. we were selling. All right, so we've we definitely we've got some ribbons. Yes. yes. Uh, we've got nutcrackers. We've got gingerbread cookies. We've got uh, eggnog. Oh, we uh, actually do not have eggnog or the gingerbread cookies anymore. That's um, totally fine because we've still got like the popcorn garland yes. that we have. Uh, all the popcorn's gone, but the wire underneath the garland is oh, it's there, still there. Is still there. Excellent. With some, I think, some kernels on there. So, so microwave it up. So for a limited time. Yes. For a limited time, it's a DIY. It is popcorn it is. garland. DIY Christmas. But come on down to the Everything Christmas store because if you want trees, if you want ribbons, if you want uh, tree tree bases well, and wraps, we don't actually have them. Yeah, I was about but to say we will talk about them with you, right. and we will show you because we love um, Christmas. We actually do have some empty cardboard boxes that we have painted green and red. Right. Um. So if you want, it kind of like resembles a tree. Yeah, totally. Um. And then my nephew. Uh, gave me one of his socks. Perfect. Um, that oh, has, it's like a stocking. Yes, yes. Ah. And it, ha- it does have property of Terry written on the inside That's with with uh, the uh, Wednesday. So if your name is Terry, right? Yes. We've got a stocking for you. Yes. Personalized um, stockings. That's actually what it's in that department. That's what we're it, calling it. It's personal, it is. Personalized it is. Stockings. Uh, pretty much everything for Christmas is sold out. Yeah. Yeah. But you can just come down. Just come and check it out. If you want stuff for Christmas, you you just come here. And, uh, you know, come on down, come on down to the Everything Christmas Store. We don't have much and we won't take you, but you are kind of poor. Yeah, come on down. I'll follow you. All right, and we're back, and we're buying presents because that stupid ass ghost didn't bring me any. I brought, I bought everything from every commercial we just listened to. That's crazy. That sounds. Now now Jay's in the poorhouse. Very expensive. (laughs) It was very expensive. Well, you know what? I better do it and decrease the surplus population. I was about to say, and he should die and just. Decrust, yeah. decrust, de- 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 <laughs> You should. De- oh my god! You know what? Thank you, Q. Thank you. <laughs> Your you death would surely die, de- depress. Depress the the surplus of our population. Thank That's you correct. so much. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, so Just now, a little letter changes the whole thing. We're at the most important choices uh, on our list. Are two and one. This is what people listen to the show for. They really want to know what choices we in. have made that beat everything else out. And so they Mia, voted, and we're what? not going to stop the count. We're not going to. We're going to keep count. We're going to count every vote. Mia, what yes. is your number two? My number two is Rise of the Guardians. Hey, I didn't think of that one either, but that is a favorite in our house. It is one of my ultimate favorite, uh, like animated movies, let alone Christmas movies. It is phenomenal. Talk about Christmas, Chris Pine mists. I know. That was perfect. Impressive voice actor though, by the way. Truly. Um, Very impressive voice actor in that movie. I could I could do without Alec Baldwin doing his weird Russian thing as Santa. Mm-hmm. I think there are probably better choices for yeah. that. But but overall, yeah, Rise of the Guardians. We're actually Amanda and I are trying to get Emma to watch it. Like we really want her to sit and watch it because we think she'll love it. 
Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, it's so good. We watch it four or five times a year. Man, um, that's not yeah, even one same. I would have thought of. I've, I, can I didn't only, think of I've, it. And I, I will say this. I've only seen the movie once. Does it take place during Christmas? Yes. Okay. It, well, it, it so does. it goes year round, but it basically yeah. starts and ends in Christmas. Got it. Okay. Okay. It's yeah. Christmas is kind of the bookend, which is honestly why I didn't think of it. As I kind of think mm-hmm. of that one as all the holidays. All mm-hmm. That's kind of what but I was thinking. To your point, it does. It 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 is. It bookended. goes wrong. It definitely yeah, it goes is, wrong. Mm-hmm. It works, and it's a great movie. And I'm kind of ashamed I didn't even think of it. Solid. <laughs> I really like it. Solid. 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 Jay, what are you following up Rise of the Guardians with? Well, although I was ashamed of not thinking of Mia's choice, I'm not ashamed of my number two because I share it with you, Q, and my number two is Gremlins. Yeah! Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha! Honestly, when I was thinking, it was, you know, Die Hard, Gremlins. There were some on there that I was kind of flopping around on the list, but Mm -hmm. Gremlins goes so much more wrong for so many more people than Die Hard does. And it is so much more focused on Christmas than Die Hard. Oh my gosh, yes. So for me, it was an easy choice of, as these disaster-esque movies go, this one is more Christmassy, more disastery, mm-hmm. and it is, it's enjoyable on so many levels. So yeah, Gremlin, everything you said, Q, Gremlins number two for me. Uh, easy I will- choice. I will totally agree with that. I love Gremlins. It's a movie that I revisit regularly. Uh, it's one that my kids uh, were terrified of for many years. I tried to <laughs> I haven't get them to watch Emma that yet. movie. Oh, um, no. Maybe I tried to show them too young. I don't know. But I'm probably going to wait for a couple more years for Emma. That's, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a great movie, though. It's fun. It's funny. It's weird. It's, it is kind of scary at parts. Um, and it's a solid Christopher Columbus flick. Uh, yeah, he's another dude that you know. We get uh, we get Gremlins, we get Home Alone from him. We got Harry Potter, which has some Christmassy <laughs> themes. Um, so that is another dude who keeps making Christmas movies without like really making Christmas necessarily movies. making them yeah. about Christmas. Yeah, right. Um, so that's solid. Well, my number two. Uh, I am also going to share with someone uh, because my number two is The Year Without a Santa Claus. <gasps> Yay! Uh, Good choice. For me, this is, I mean, that's, the, that's almost the ultimate Christmas disaster, right? To like not yeah. have Santa would, would ruin Christmas. Um, yeah, it would be the end of Christmas. Plus it's, you know, I had to have a Rankin Bass on the list because uh, I feel like there's no movies that scream Christmas more than those movies. Uh, I love, love Heat Miser and Cold Miser. Their whole like thing is hilarious. Haley and I plan that if we have another boy, uh, while they are both still toddlers, we're going to dress them up as the Heat Miser and Cold Miser. Well, of course, Heat Miser and Cold Miser. Because that would be adorable and hilarious. Uh, and no one's done it. For sure, no one has done it. Yeah. I mean, the closest the closest <laughs> we've gotten to a live action heat miser, I think, was Jason Alexander played a live action yeah. heat miser in a weird. They did like a live action version of the year without a Santa Claus, 
I think I remember that vaguely. It's not and, good. But I don't want to remember it, so I'm just not gonna. It's not, That's fair. It was not good. I think John Goodman was involved with it, maybe. He played Santa or something. John uh, Goodman is also the voice in the sequel to the uh, Frosty the Snowman cartoon. As Frosty the Snowman. As Frosty the Snowman. I, know, I love that. So there's, John... probably two statement, there's probably two statements in that sentence that surprised a lot of people. One, yes, there was a sequel to the animated Frosty <laughs> the Snowman movie, you remember, with the evil magician. And yes. two, it starred John Goodman as the voice of Frosty the Snowman. That is very true. Oh, that is that's true. Jason Alexander. Oh, wow. Yeah, no Yeah, from Seinfeld. I don't want to yeah. know. George <laughs> Costanza. Uh, so yeah, so that's my number two, man. That's uh, Mia. I, I think that was a solid Oof. choice. And so I think so. Once again, we're we're our uh, mashed up list is taking shape just before our eyes as we. It really is. Um, so I am really hoping that we all share this same number one because none of us none of us have said the one. None that of I us have think. mentioned this, and it may. So I want to do something weird because I'm hoping. Okay. Okay. I want to use the Christmas magic that I have, and I want us all to say our number one at the same time. And if they are the okay. same, then we can all joyously celebrate. And if they are not okay. the same, then we can we'll dive talk. into each one and sob <laughs> silently to ourselves. But nobody has mentioned this, and I will say without <sighs> a doubt, the one that I'm about to say at least, when I think of a Christmas gone wrong, same. there's no other movie that comes close to this Christmas gone wrong. So, so on the count on the count of three, I want everybody to say what their number one choice is. All right, we ready? Okay. All right. Yes. One, two, three. Christmas vacation. What? What? Oh no! Wait, what did National she say? She said Nightmare Before Christmas, and we said National Lampoon's Christmas no! Vacation. No. Christmas vacation. Uh, I'm flipping. I'm flipping tables. <laughs> this is this has ruined my Christmas. <laughs> it's a disaster. It fits oh, into the list. Man. All right. Well, Jay, you and I can sob to ourselves, and Mia, you can explain yourself. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. It is a disaster for Christmas that year. It really is. It is, but let's be honest. That's a Halloween movie, for sure. It's a yes movie. It's a yes movie. It's a Halloween and a Christmas movie. It's a that's, yes movie. That's fair. It is. It's fair. Now, to be and fair, you know Mia gets I a pass because I did hear her say that she hasn't seen National Lampoon's Christmas Never seen National Lampoon's Which is, first off, crazy. Yes. Because it's literally on, like, every television channel ever. And it might be the best the Christmas holidays. movie. It ever. may be the best Christmas movie ever. Or the funniest and most quotable. Yeah. So we'll give you a pass on that. Okay. Because we are confident that sh had you have seen that movie, it would, it would, be, it my would be your number one. Okay. Okay. Fairly, uh, fairly confident. So tell us about your connection with Nightmare Before Christmas. Because I'm not going to argue with you. That is a fantastic movie. I love Nightmare Before Christmas. We watch it regularly in my household. Oh, same. So, yes. Same. Yes. So same. you get no pushback there. Sweet. Um, I actually had it in my list of options for this, and Ooh. actually my list of options for last week's episode too. Uh, what? Yep. Uh, it was same. Uh, my decision was, uh, what what would be worse 
for Christmas than all of the creatures of Halloween to come and try to take over it. I mean, you're like, not wrong. You're not wrong. Not only did they try to steal Santa. Horribly, horribly yeah. wrong. Like, they tried, so they, they went a little bit further than the year without Santa. They stole Santa, and, they, and then they, they tried to go over, yeah, they, they did it, and then they tried to rule over Christmas. Like, that's, that's the only thing I could think that could be worse than having no, no Santa for Christmas at all. That's it's, fair. Listen, I'm not going to, everything, on, on paper, that all makes 100,000% sense. It does. Thank you. It does. <laughs> So it's a solid it choice, but Jay, you and I can revel in the glory that is oh, man. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Okay. So because let's be honest, a- Christmas Vacation is a beaut, Clark. It, it's a it's a beaut. Uh, you, you say you won that. Um, <laughs> I got you uh, all so subscriptions a- to the Jelly of the Month Club for Christmas. Now that is that is a gift that just keeps on giving <laughs> all year. Um, okay, so Mia, let me explain. Have you seen any of the vacation movies like with chevy chase where he takes his family on a vacation and it goes wrong what's the one with the red car and the pretty blonde whose name i usually know but can't currently remember that's the first um that's the first one where they're going to wally world they're going to essentially like a disneyland that's the that's the only one that i remember the only one Mm -hmm. totally fine it, it's them. It's, it's the Grizzly. Oh, hi, Teddy. Yeah, so yeah, we have a, Look at the we have a special guest for the end of the episode. Does he have tattoo sleeves? He does have tattoo sleeves. Sweet. Of course we had he a tattoo, has tattoo sleeves. We had a tattoo sleeves uh, shirt for Emma, and it's amazing. Hey, um, but yeah, You Mia, guys keep so, talking. I'm going to grab him food real quick. National okay. Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is that family, the Griswold family that yes. went on that trip. And it's Clark's dream to have a huge family Christmas at his house. So he has invited okay. both of his parents and his in-laws to their house for Christmas. And literally the whole movie <clears throat> is the week leading up to Christmas and the day of Christmas. Everything that could go wrong for this family. Does go wrong. wrong? Relatives oh that shouldn't show up do show up. Relatives that hate each other start getting into fights. The Christmas lights don't work. The trees catch on fire. The neighbors uh, hate everything. It's just everything that could go wrong for this family's Christmas. Like the Christmas bonus doesn't come on time. It's just one thing after another. And it's the funniest. It's gut-wrenchingly hard to imagine this guy's Christmas failing so disastrously. And it's so funny to watch Chevy Chase like take a chainsaw to his neighbor's backyard tree because his tree got destroyed and then dragging an outside tree into his house (laughs) and setting it up as his Christmas tree out of spite. It's just wonderful to watch. It is one of the most quotable movies of all time, in my opinion. For sure. Uh, I don't know how much you guys talked about while I was gone, but Uncle Eddie is one of my favorite characters in this movie. Uncle Eddie was not mentioned, so perfect. Uh, Uncle Eddie is the relative I said that showed up that wasn't invited. Oh, okay, okay. So he was mentioned, but he was the relative. He is, he is not by name. The yeah. tra- the trailer trash part of the family, uh, who uh, is like one of the most famous lines is he's uh, emptying his uh, septic em- tank. Empty, yeah. And uh, there's a line in there uh, that's literally just shitters full. Uh. Which is now you can buy Christmas 
like pillows, yeah. throw pillows that literally just have an RV and just say the shitter is full. Shitter's full. <laughs> it's it's amazing. I mean, it's we watch it every year. I don't think there's been a year that I haven't watched it. I I don't know. It's just to your Q. You said it earlier. When I think of Christmas has gone wrong, like this whole movie. That's what it is. That's the whole movie is a Christmas gone I mean, wrong. you literally and get somehow it ends in a place that you're like, oh, well, that's that's nice, kind of. Uh, yeah. I mean, you get the squirrel getting loose. You get the cat getting electrocuted under the chair and the chair catching on fire. You get the the grandfather also catching on fire. You get like you get so you get the turkey carving scene where it just like is opens your house up on fire clock. <laughs> Uh, there's just so there's just so much in the you get you know Clark Griswold expecting a Christmas bonus to the point where he has already like put a deposit on a in ground pool and it is revealed that his Christmas bonus is a gift certificate to the Jelly of the Month Club and not the instead of like of the dollars. three thousand dollars he was expecting that he had oh gotten every God. year. It's just it's great. It's great. And it's and so relatable the, and over the top and hilarious. It's just a really all around. And Johnny and Johnny Galecki from uh, Big Bang Theory is in it as rusty. like a thirteen year old little boy. Yep. Oh my goodness! So so I have written down for December for me to do. Yes. Three three live yep. tweets. Okay. One for Scrooge, one for Ernest yep. Saves Christmas, and then now for National Lampoon's yes. Christmas. Yes. Which you're going to love it. You're going you're gonna to have a good, a good Christmas. This is going to be great. <laughs> I love this. And I would be happy if, if, if we're around. Message me and Jay as well, but I would love to join on. you on at least one of these. Maybe, okay. I can, maybe I can tweet with you. We can interact that on Twitter. That sounds great. Um, Man, I love it. This is a solid list. Uh, I think some of our choices are very clear, so the time has come to mash these lists together to form yes. the ultimate high-five list of Christmas presents. I agree. Uh, so what, mean, what do we got right. that we shared? I know uh, well, for, number one, which should, of course, be the National Lampoon. National Lampoon. Yeah, That's fair. I agree. Yes. I would say two is pretty locked in because you guys both had Year Without a Santa Clauses, too. I had uh, it as I had two. It, Mia had it lower. I had it three. Oh right. Oh, but if it was at three and I had two, then, then I'd say two. I'd say it could be two, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And I uh, would probably say Die Hard is three since we all ha had it. Had it, and you and I, and you and I both three. had it at three. Yeah. yeah. I would say Gremlins is a solid four. I had it at four. I. You had it and higher. I had it at two. Right. But I would say the other ones outrank it just by sheer votes. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. And then I honestly kind of want to put Nightmare Before as number five since Mia made such a good logical argument what, for it. What was our number five? What was mine? Krampus. Your, mine was Better Watch Out. Mine was Batman Returns, uh, which, which was also on the list for... God. I know I want to put Nightmare on there, but also I really want people to watch Better Watch Out uh, or Krampus. Uh, I want people. Let's just. How about we put Nightmare on the list and then have homework for the listeners. Okay, that's fair. So okay. Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas is number five. So what does our list look like then? Uh, our top five Christmases gone wrong. At number five, it's Nightmare Before Christmas. At number four, it's Gremlins. At number three, it's Die Hard. At number two, it's The Year Without Santa Claus. And our number one is National Lampoon's Christmas. Yeah. yeah. 
I like that. <laughs> I do I like mean, that. Honestly, and homework is go like watch it, Better Watch Out. Go also go watch Anna and the Apocalypse, please. Oh, please. Mm-hmm. And Krampus. And Krampus. And Krampus. Krampus. But honestly, guys, if if any of these were going to happen, 2020 was the year. Probably every one of these could happen in 2020. So for sure, the year's the not year over yet. Clip. So it yeah. it still may. It still Who may. Knows? Uh, so Ooh. as this is the second part in our three-parter holiday trilogy, uh, as the ghost of Christmas, unfortunately not presents, but present, leaves us, then next week we are going to be joined by the ghost of Christmas future and also hopefully some guests. Otherwise, Q is possibly fired from the podcast. Oh, so, possibly, no! <laughs> possibly. Well, we'll talk about it. Well, it'll be in the reviews. It's going to be a bleak guys, future. Week, it's going to be exciting either way. It is. And we're excited because we're talking about uh, uh, hopefully a very special Christmas movie. But if not, we're going to come up with some very cool list <laughs> to take its place. <laughs> and uh, we will launch the show into the future of High Five because that's what, yes. it's all, it's what it's all about. Now, in the meantime, yes. as always, if we have left off any choices on our lists that you hold near and dear to your heart, please reach out to us on Twitter at hi, H-I-G-H, the number five, the podcast. Um, you can let us know, tweet at us, tag us. Uh, we will totally talk back to you there. So that's your place to, to let your voice be heard. Uh, if you are a Patreon subscriber, you also have access to a Facebook group where you can chat with us directly. Um, so that is another direct avenue to us. Uh, and that starts at the $3 subscriber tier. So join Patreon, get lots of good goodies, but also the opportunity to talk to us directly. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at high five, the podcast, all letters, no numbers. And then also on Facebook at high five, the podcast. Um, also, also, also definitely go check out project hyphen nerd.com. Uh, Project Nerd is our benevolent overlords. They are the ones that bring you this show. Uh, they are an amazing podcast network, and you should listen to all of their shows, not just ours. Um, it's just it, they're they're a community of people who love to nerd out about things, and that's where we most comfortable. Is there anything else that I'm missing, you guys? Nope. Just you know, have a have a happy holiday, and see everybody next week. I guess we'll see you next week. Better bring presents this time. I will not. (laughs) We have reached the end of another High Five, the podcast episode. It's time to lock up the writer's room and rest comfortably, knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching. If the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists, you can harass them by emailing them at myfive at highfivethepodcast.com. That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. Got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast. On Twitter at hi the number five the podcast. Instagram at High Five the Podcast, or on Letterboxd by searching High Five colon the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating to show us some love. 
What's the worst that could happen? Selective fatigue syndrome? Maybe. See you next week. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here.